Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have so much fun today because, as always, we I am just absolutely delighted to have one of my fellow C-suite networkers on our program today. Always such great information. So please join me in welcoming Dana Olivo to our program today. Welcome, Dana. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I've heard so much about you, Deb. So, oh dear, oh dear, bring it yeah, on. My ears have bring been burning. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will dive into this. So, Dana is a business growth strategist and CEO of Market Atomy LLC. Her passion is working with small first stage entrepreneurs to ensure that they start out on the right foot and stay on the path to financial freedom. Known as the business birthing specialist, Dana understands the intricacies involved in starting and running a successful business. Her efforts extend beyond the initial strategic planning process on into the implementation and monitoring phase. She has recently launched the first e-learning environment specifically targeting small micro-businesses called Market Atomy Academy. Ooh, that's a mouthful. A -hmm. graduate of the University of Central Florida's College of Business, Dana holds degrees in both marketing and management information systems. She brings more than 40 years, started when she was four, years of strategic planning experience in business structures, marketing, and business development, both nationally and internationally. Dana is not only a professional business growth strategist, but is a public speaker and best-selling author on Amazon. She has published five books with the latest being Social or Sociopathic on May 17th of this year. So again, Dana, welcome. Thank you so much, Deb. Great. I'm really great. excited to be here. So such fun, such fun. Well, I always like to kind of get in the way back machine and Go back and, and tell us how you got started in this business and how you discovered that helping these young budding entrepreneurs and young, not necessarily in age, but young as in experience, how did you decide that this was your passion in life? We failed businesses. <laughs> That's a good reason. <laughs> I've, I've failed at business twice before. Mm-hmm. Um because I didn't know what I didn't know, ended up going back to school, getting my college degrees, and continued in corporate America for just a little while until I got laid off in 2009 Mm -hmm. and decided, I'm going to start my own business and I'm going to help other small micro businesses um, Mm -hmm. succeed. Mm -hmm. Right. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And in the process, I saw the statistics about how many failed, Mm -hmm. you know, within the first two years and everything. And I said, no wonder our GDP is so high and everything. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, come on, there's got to be a way. Mm -hmm. We are a smart, strong country. Mm -hmm. And there's no reason for us to have 70% of our micro businesses failing within two years. Right. What's the definition of a micro business? Micro business is generally on average 10 employees or less. Okay. Um, They generally are making under a million dollars, could be up to $5 million Mm -hmm. in in revenue, depending on the type of business. Naturally, your tech businesses do a little bit better. Um, And um, they're they're generally uh, owned by one or two people. Okay. Great. So. You know, and, and the resources obviously are the key to to being successful. And you know, yeah, you, know, you can just Google or read lots of books or or things about how to start a business. 
you know, and, and there's obviously, and, and we've talked to him on the program, you know, make sure that you've got a, a, a good name, register with your secretary of state, get a tax ID, get a bank account. I mean, you know, all of these various things, but then it's like, you're just tossed out into the world, you know? And, and so tell us more about why you started this program. Well, you know, you said it exactly there, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, there are, we make it so easy to start a business Mm -hmm. here in the U.S. Right. It is. It's so simple. A couple hundred dollars and you're in business, you know, but we don't make it easy to survive in business. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, The programs that are out there, SBDC, SBA, um, a lot of those programs, when it really comes to helping small businesses, generally don't start helping until they're at second stage, right? which is $500,000 in gross revenue a year. They do have some programs for small businesses, you know, the micro businesses. Mm-hmm. The only ones that really are there to really help micro businesses is SCORE. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But SCORE is as useful as it is the consultants, first of all, in SCORE. Um, the, it's more of a checklist. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, they'll tell you, okay, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this, but there's nobody there holding their hand right. mm-hmm. to do it. And what I have found in the two failed businesses I've had, and then working for the last 12 years mm-hmm. with micro businesses is they go into business with a good product or service. They're mm-hmm. excited about it, but what they find is they don't know how to build a business around that product right. or service. Mm-hmm. All right. And so um, the story behind, and I don't know if you want me to get into that, mm-hmm. the story behind me developing Market Atomy and the Market Atomy concept is mm-hmm. was because when I got back, I went to Brazil for four mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. back and forth. Mm-hmm. When I got back from Brazil, I had everybody who was laid off at the same time I was you know, um, mm-hmm. within, I worked within the architectural engineering construction mm-hmm. market. And a lot of them were 2006 to 2009 mm-hmm. were laid off. Right. And because they couldn't find work, they started their own mm-hmm. business, mm-hmm. but they didn't know how to build a business. Mm-hmm. So in an effort to explain to them when they didn't understand business, didn't understand marketing, they just mm-hmm. knew their product or service, mm-hmm. I developed what's called the marketatomy concept. Mm-hmm. And the marketatomy concept compares a successful business to the human body. Okay. All right. And in the human body, you have the heart. Mm-hmm. Heart is your passion. Right. It's your love. Why are you doing this? Why are you mm-hmm. doing this? And it's the same thing in business. Mm-hmm. Why do you do what you do in mm-hmm. business? For example, with me, I do it because I want to make a difference mm-hmm. in the micro small business mm-hmm. environment. All right. Well, in the brain, that's where all your signals are sent to the heart and the human body. Mm-hmm. The brain is what tells the heart walk. Let's do Mm -hmm. this. Let's do that. Okay. Um, In business, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. In business, the brain is your playbook, right? That's your systems, your methodologies. Mm -hmm. It's your product or service offering. It's everything that makes up the business model. (coughs) Mm -hmm. All right. In the human body, can the heart operate without the brain? No, no. It's the same thing in business. Mm -hmm. The brain and the heart have to work together Mm -hmm. To push your marketing message out through the veins, which are your marketing channels, mm-hmm. to the body, which mm-hmm. is your your market. Now, when you think about it, there's one thing missing, and that is the soul of the business. Ah, mm-hmm. And that's you. Mm-hmm. It's your culture. It's mm-hmm. your passion that drives that business. Mm-hmm. And by explaining to these young business owners mm-hmm. the concept it was like showing them this is everything that needs to be done to bring customers through the door. Mm-hmm. Because uh, my tagline, the business birthing specialist, I mm-hmm. tell them having a business without customers is like being pregnant without a way to deliver. Right. Yeah. Think it's about great, it. but you've got to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got to have the doctor to deliver. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. You know, you've got a plan. Mm-hmm. And that's where 
this concept came in is mm-hmm. to show them you've got a lot of work to do to mm-hmm. bring those customers through the door. Mm-hmm. But there is a process. Right. And as a strategist and a sequencer, mm-hmm. okay, a sequencer, basically, a strategist will tell you what needs to be done, you know, things like that. A mm-hmm. sequencer, what they do is they give you the roadmap. Right. And that's what I do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, at I, I love that analogy because it really is so true. I mean, it's, it, you know, it, we've got many people, obviously, who have the passion Right. But they don't have the the pieces to do it, um, right. you know. And and one of the things I've discovered after you know more than twenty years of working with small business owners is we don't want to admit that we don't have that knowledge. Somehow we think when we say we're a business owner, we're an entrepreneur, we have to know how to do it all. Well. Pfft. Nobody knows who how to do it all. You know, I I don't want to do my own taxes. I don't you know, I don't you know, I don't want to. I filed for a trademark. I didn't want to have to do all that paperwork. Um, you know, and and so we rely right. on other people, and those are kind of like the specialists. You know, in in this analogy, is you know we're right. bringing other people in to help, and that's perfectly fine. You know, we need right. those people, but it's you know it, it's it's getting all those pieces working together. Um, that that is the the key. I mean, you know, and, and there can be difference and variations and things like that. But you have to have the key pieces, or you, you know, the body is going to go thud. Yeah, yeah, and you do. And this is where Market Academy Academy comes in. Mm-hmm. Okay, the entire academy is built on five phases of growth. Mm-hmm. You've got the see it phase. Mm-hmm. That is your visionary phase. Right. That's mm-hmm. where you come up with the idea. You're excited about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we call it the napkin stage because a lot of times those mm-hmm. ideas come right, to you right. mm-hmm. over dinner or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Then you move on to the prove it stage. Mm-hmm. The prove it is where you want to make sure that your product is viable. Your mm-hmm. product or service is mm-hmm. viable in the market. Are people willing to right. pay good money for mm-hmm. it? And that's Enough tricky money. because we think our, our product or service is the greatest thing in the world. Right. It's our baby. Right. (laughs) Or oftentimes what happens is you don't price it high enough. Mm -hmm. Right. And your profit margin isn't there. Mm -hmm. People just don't buy it because they're like, well, that has, that's not, the the value doesn't match. And so they don't buy it. Exactly. Exactly. So you have to go through that because you don't want to spend thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. building a business around something that people just don't want. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you move into the build it stage. Mm -hmm. Okay, the third stage being the build it stage, this Mm -hmm. is where your business model starts coming to life. Mm -hmm. This is where you start making your revenue, you develop your systems, your processes, Mm -hmm. you know, your customer Mm -hmm. journey is identified. Mm -hmm. All of that happens in the build it phase, Mm -hmm. right? Once you've got that down and it's running pretty smoothly, you Mm -hmm. start thinking, okay, I'm ready to take this business to the Mm -hmm. next level. But you probably can't self-fund it. Right. You Mm -hmm. need to go for funding. Mm -hmm. That's the fourth phase is the Mm -hmm. funding phase. This is where a lot of small business owners get confused because they think that they can automatically just go out and get Mm -hmm. money. Mm -hmm. But they don't realize- They can go on TV and they're going to give them money. (laughs) Right. Like Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. What they don't realize is depending on the type of investment dollars that you're looking at, if it's bank Mm-hmm. or if it's inve- angel investors mm-hmm. or venture capitalists mm-hmm. or something like that, or even private money lenders, mm-hmm. all right? There's a different business plan mm-hmm. that needs to be developed. Right. Because you have to put yourself into those investors' shoes. Mm-hmm. What is important to them? Mm-hmm. It's not about how great the product is right. and stuff like that. That is not as important mm-hmm. to them as the return is, mm-hmm. or whether you're going to be able to make the mm-hmm. monthly payments that right. need to be done. Mm-hmm. So that funding phase takes you through that and how to develop mm-hmm. a pitch, you know, mm-hmm. and, and everything for that money. Once you have that money, you're ready to go mm-hmm. and 10x your growth. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the final phase, mm-hmm. the growth phase. By that time, you're investing in maybe some equipment to help you streamline the processes so you Mm -hmm. can increase your profit margin. It might be where you bring on additional team members because you want to ramp up for a a major campaign Mm -hmm. or market introduction you're doing. So there's five phases there. What happens 
Nine times out of 10, when a solo entrepreneur goes into business, they want to go from the vision stage straight into the growth stage. Right. Mm -hmm. I've made my millions. (laughs) And they've skipped all three of the other stages to the point where they're spending thousands of dollars of their own hard-earned dollars, and they're bleeding money, Mm -hmm. and they can't keep the doors open anymore. And that's why they end up failing. Mm -hmm. But the real reason they end up failing is not because they're underfunded Mm -hmm. or don't have the best team. Mm -hmm. It's because they don't know what they don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Marketatomy Academy is designed to guide them through Mm -hmm. the process of all five of those phases and teach them what they need Mm -hmm. to know. Right. If it's cash flow forecasting, Mm -hmm. you can learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. If it's market uh, assessments, you can learn how to do Mm -hmm. that. If it's packaging, if it's, you know, Anything mm-hmm. that you need to understand about growing a business, mm-hmm. you can find it under Market Academy. Right. I love that. Yeah. You know, because it's it's like you said, so many times people don't know what they don't know. Don't know. Um, you know, and 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 it is easy to start the business. I mean, that is is the you know, probably one of the simplest things to do. You right. find out your business name is available. And right. then you apply. And it's it's so funny. I applied for Wise Women Communications, which is my business name, over 20 years ago. Before the internet. <laughs> and so I had to trot my little self down to the Secretary of State's office. Right. Um, and this was in Colorado. And I go in and I fill out like the one page piece of paper. It was a, a, a an LLC. Um, and so, you know, I didn't have, a, I didn't need a board of directors or anything. I mean, it really was simple yeah. to, to fill out this yeah. thing. And I believe it was 30 or $60. I mean, it was, it was definitely under a hundred. Right. I wrote him a check and she went on her computer and then, and she handed me quite literally from like an adding machine, the tape that was, it's what, like two inches wide and three inches uh-huh. long that shows that I paid $30, $60, whatever it was. And that was my business license. Business I mean, license. you know, I had wanted them to go, you know, and the band <laughs> to play and confetti to come down. And she hands me this tiny little piece of paper, which is somewhere in my office. I need to really get it framed. Um, right. And it's probably blank now, but the ink is faded. But, and I, but I remember thinking, now what? <laughs> you know, it was okay. Now what the heck? Um, you know, and 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 it is complicated. Um, you know, and and, and there are all those steps, <clears throat> and you you can't really skip. I mean that that is the, the tricky part. Um, you know, you, you mentioned build it. Yeah. You know, so many times because we think what we're doing is the latest greatest thing in the world, we we think it's the field of dreams. Build it, and they will come. Right. Not right. so much, you know. No. There's, I, I hate to break it to everybody, but there's no unique ideas anymore. Um, you know, there's some that are new and improved. Kind of like you know, the pet, like the pet rock, right? I know the pet rock still just amazes me that somebody made million dollars, convince or more, convincing yeah. us to buy rocks, <laughs> rocks, and then little clothes to put on them, you know, and all this. You know, and then yeah. they personalize them for you. I mean, all these things. And and we were gullible. I mean, let's let's be honest. Yeah. You know, we could have done our own rocks, but we were lazy. I mean, you know, all these things. And so you do have things like that every once in a while that, that come up. But, you know, we're, we're getting a little bit more discriminating, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, you know, it's it's it isn't just that you have the greatest product or service in the world. There's so much else that, that comes with it. And you really might not have the latest product or service in the world. And it's it's kind of yeah. like I was saying, it is your baby, you know, and, and when people right. don't flock to your door, whether it's a real door or a virtual door, to buy it, it's the most horrible feeling in the world. I mean, it's they right. didn't like your baby. Right. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. You know, I used to tell this story um, um, when I first started and we were talking about um customers coming through the door. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell this story about Barbie and Ken. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Barbie had this little tchotchke shop uh-huh. and, you know, Ken was there to help her out, you know, and they got it all pretty and everything, you know, and all of a sudden it's time to open the doors mm-hmm. and they're just sitting there. Mm-hmm. 
And the cricket is in the background. And the crickets Uh are in the background, you know, and stuff like that. And, and I tell them, you know, I tell, you know, my clients, Mm -hmm. I said, guys, you know, don't burn all your nest egg Mm -hmm. and setting up a pretty Mm -hmm. business. Right. Okay. Because the business is going to evolve. It's Mm going to change. Mm -hmm. It's going to transition. You know, what you need to do is you need to sit down and decide what is this business? Mm-hmm. Okay. What is it that, why do you want to do this business? Mm-hmm. Where are you going? Develop your exit strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to know where you're going if you're going or else you're not going to know when you get mm-hmm. there. You know, um, your exit strategy. There's, there's three people that you need right off the bat. Mm-hmm. You need an attorney, mm-hmm. you need an accountant mm-hmm. and you need a strategist yes. or a coach. Mm-hmm. Okay, because there will come times that you're going to need to get things off your chest. Mm -hmm. And that coach is there for it. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not the people in your networking group. It's not your spouse. It's not your employees. (laughs) It's somebody who can be straightforward with you and tell Mm -hmm. you when you're, when you're, what you're saying is crap. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're crazy, Dana. You know, Mm -hmm. right. It's never going to work. Mm -hmm. It's never going to work. You know, um, I say that, but you know, there's a lot of naysayers mm-hmm. when you're out there. Right. So when be I, careful who you pick. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Be careful who you pick. Because mm-hmm. when I went down to um, Brazil, um, when I was laid off in 2009, I was laid off from one of the, the world's largest construction management companies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, it was at the peak of the recession for mm-hmm. Everybody was getting laid off. Mm -hmm. The whole entire world, the Mm -hmm. only country that was coming out of the recession faster than anybody was Brazil. Mm. And that was because they were a cash country Mm -hmm. and they just won the awards for both the 2014 FIFA Games and the Mm. 2016 Summer Olympics. Right. So they had to build. They had to build. And I knew, I knew the timing. I knew because of my experience within this industry, I knew it was coming around the bend. Mm And so I went with the U.S. Commercial Services into mm-hmm. Brazil to find out what they needed to prepare for the mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. What I found out was astonishing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, um, they were a country that everything was made out of concrete. Mm. Well, they only had at that time about 24 to 30 months to prepare mm-hmm. for the games, right. for the FIFA games first, mm-hmm. okay? So they had stadiums to get ready. Mm-hmm. They had this, and they had housing mm-hmm. to do and everything. It was not enough time to build what they needed right. for concrete. Mm-hmm. It didn't have time to cure. Mm-hmm. So we brought in uh, steel framing mm-hmm. construction, you know, and that was that was new to Brazil, mm-hmm. okay? Um, at the same time, their communication levels were about five, you know, five to seven years behind mm-hmm. everybody else. So we worked with them on that side. Mm-hmm. Um, another one was the transportation side, mm-hmm. especially in Rio and Sao Paulo and everything. Mm-hmm. They were landlocked. Mm-hmm. And what would normally take 10 minutes to get was taking an hour because of Ooh. traffic jams. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at, you know, over the Paraná ba- Bay, okay, mm-hmm. in Rio, well, they were using catamarans mm. and it was digging up and they were having a lot. Of, it was digging up the bottoms, mm-hmm. you know, of the mm-hmm. of the bay and everything. And they were having problems with um, uh, the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. All right. So we ended up introducing um, a completely off grid um, hovercraft system ah, that they could use cool. and transport employees mm-hmm. to, you know, um, the the oil the salt mm-hmm. oil mines you know mm-hmm. things like that so it was a lot of fun working mm-hmm. down there um a very much a learning lesson mm-hmm. extremely um mm-hmm. large learning lesson for mm-hmm. me working internationally mm-hmm. and i forgot completely why i was going that way <laughs> okay now where was i going mm-hmm. <laughs> with this um after about 4 years in um 2012 mm-hmm. Brazil is our great visionaries. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they're terrible planners. Mm-hmm. Terrible at planning. And um, I found that out firsthand because when I first went down there, they had had the Pan Am games about two years before. Right. 
And a lot of the facilities they had built had been overgrown and everything. Wow. Already. Yeah. Already. Mm-hmm. Already. And even after, you know, when they were preparing for the Olympics and everything, they had built the Olympic loop around Rio. Mm-hmm. Okay, for the Olympic Games, which is the highway that was going to circle. Okay, within two to three months, that highway was falling apart. Wow. Yeah. And they hadn't even had the games. It was a shoddy construction, you know, and um, unfortunately, well, they introduced a rapid bus system Mm. down in Brazil, Mm -hmm. in Rio, because um, they were landlocked Mm -hmm. and they needed some answers. Mm -hmm. Well, Anybody who is familiar with traffic planning, rapid buses, you set up separate bus stops on mm-hmm. inside lanes, mm-hmm. okay, to avoid pedestrian traffic. Right. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Oh, no. They just set aside a certain number of buses and said, mm-hmm. okay, you can bypass these stops. You can go up to 45 miles an hour, oh. you know, on the outside lanes. Mm-hmm. Well, my driver had just dropped me off. Mm-hmm. Um, I was walking across the street to my apartment mm-hmm. and uh, a bus ran a yellow light. One oh, of no. A yellow light and hit mm-hmm. me. <laughs> oh, oh. So I ended up spending almost two months down there recuperating before. Oh, dear. Yeah, we, we laugh about being a hood ornament for a bus and you were. Oh. I was. <laughs> I, I can honestly tell you, I am the traffic poster, traffic, traffic poster child for mm-hmm. traffic planning. Mm-hmm. Down in Brazil. Right. And jokingly, I say mm-hmm. that, you know, I had another year's worth of um, mm-hmm. recuperation. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Afterwards. So, but I, I totally forgot where I was going with this. Mm-hmm. And I think it had to do with. <laughs> yeah, I got lost too. It was just fun listening. I mean, we were yeah. talking about the planning stages and, um, you know, and, and it just, it, it is something that, that we skip things. You know, we think, oh, we know how to right. do this. And, you know, and, and we don't have to, to follow the rules. And unfortunately, I think a lot of times it's exactly what happened to, to you down in Brazil. We definitely think we can skip steps or right. we right. can shorten them, you know, and, right. and whether it's that you, the, it's, it's basically that you don't prepare correctly. Right. You know, you don't have the right inventory. You don't have the right infrastructure, um, you know, all of these various things. And, and we tend to think, it's all right. We can fix it later. And there are obviously things that we can fix later. Getting product to your consumer is not a, you can fix later thing. Right. Right. You know, and, and I remember where I was going with this when we were talking about exit strategies and Mm -hmm. the plan. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Now there's also another thing called succession planning. Mm -hmm. Right. When I was down in Brazil and this happened, my business stopped. Mm -hmm. Right. It stopped. Mm -hmm you know, completely. And if I had a succession and plan mm-hmm. in place, I might've been able to keep mm-hmm. it going for those few months, right. you know, mm-hmm. um, but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But um, where I'm going with this is there is a process mm-hmm. that you need to follow mm-hmm. when you're starting a business mm-hmm. because of the fact that there is so many variables that kick in. Right. You know, when you're a business, uh, especially a new business owner, um, mm-hmm. a lot of times you run into and you contract what we call OPA. So what is OPA? Other people's. Hmm. OPA is when you become so overwhelmed, you become paralyzed. Mm. And then you avoid. Ah, Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. because that's what happens nine times out of mm-hmm. ten. You right. become so paralyzed, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because you're wearing so many hats mm-hmm. that you eventually avoid it. Saying, "Well, hopefully it'll work itself mm-hmm. out, or mm-hmm. I'll do it later." Like right. you said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unfortunately, that's not the way it happens. Mm-hmm. All right. There is a process. Mm-hmm. It's a strategy. Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing to sit down and do that strategy, chances are you're going to end up closing your doors Mm -hmm. in less than a year. Right. All right. Right. Um, um, You know, that's that's what the academy is there for. Mm -hmm. It's to um, uh, motivate, to educate. And then the other thing is we include accountability. Mm -hmm. 
So right. you have group coaching that happens. Mm-hmm. You have a, a, a private Facebook page. And then we're also introducing bi-monthly mastermind. Mm, nice. Yeah, yeah. because it, 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 a situation that happens to one person is not unique. So no. if you come in and say, oh my gosh, I had this happen somebody might have already experienced or known something. And and so they can say, okay, well, now here's what happened to us in this situation. And that's exactly it. You know, I was talking to um, a gentleman just Mm -hmm. before I got on with you. Mm -hmm. And um, he is bringing a couple of of courses into Market Academy because I bring on Mm -hmm. the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not just me putting these, Mm -hmm. uh, these courses in here. And his is going to be top of the funnel. Uh-huh. He's in the sales side. So he's going to bring mm-hmm. in a course on top of the funnel. And then we're going to get into CRM mm-hmm. and customer relationship right. management mm-hmm. because that is critical, especially when you're first starting out. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, he was talking about that, but the thing I wanted to get to was with these courses, every course in Market Academy Academy, even my affiliate courses, mm-hmm. okay, they bring two components. You've got a learning component. This mm-hmm. is where you're learning everything. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to immediately sit down and do an integrated mm-hmm. experiential process. Right. You're going to mm-hmm. customize what you just learned mm-hmm. for your own business. Right. Right. Okay. And, and that's so important because look at how many times we learn something, whatever yeah. it is. And if we don't immediately use it, those little things are gone out of our brain. I mean, you know, look at whenever we were in school and we did that, when are we going to ever use algebra? (laughs) And and of course we do, but the fact that we didn't immediately implement it was something that mattered. You know, the the teacher telling me, well, this way you can know how tall the light pole is. I don't care. (laughs) But if it was something that I could put to practical use right away, then it sinks into my brain. You know, I've said that about my my uh, English class. The right. diagramming when you diagramming diagram- sentences, really? <laughs> what was that all about? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still can't tell the difference between an adverb and an adjective and a modifier. Oh my gosh! I know, uh, I know. It's kind of weird. I even know those words still, but um, I guess I, I get they ingrained because they were. Yes, yes. Um, you know, and it, it it is one of these things as we're planning that. Yeah, we do get so excited. We think, wow, this is great. Or we also might be in the situation of, I got to feed people. I have to have money coming in. And so that's when when steps get skipped also. And of course, we've really seen that in the last 18 months where we had so many people who lost their jobs or left their jobs because of the pandemic. And many of them went, this... I can do this on my own. I don't need to work for ABC company. I can start my own company. And you know, that's a great idea because, I mean, that's how many small businesses start, that's right? right? But a in a pandemic, yeah. I mean, we just glutted the the economy with all of these companies who really don't have that much planning to, to, to be successful. Look at how many podcasts have cropped up right. in mm-hmm. the last 18 months. Mm-hmm. Everybody, Everybody wants to do a podcast because Everybody it's so wants, easy. <laughs> it's it's so inexpensive. You know, um, I got into the podcasting industry mm-hmm. not to make money. I mm-hmm. got in there strictly as a tool to drive people to right. mm-hmm. the academy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, just the amount of, of podcasts that have cropped up mm-hmm. in the last 18 mm-hmm. months is mm-hmm. unbelievable. Right. You know. Um, well, and the number of consultants, and I say that because I am a consultant, but yeah, yeah. so many people really did think I can do this mm-hmm. and you know, many can, and many will be successful, but many will also fail. Either that, or they will end up spending a lot more money than mm-hmm. what they had initially planned. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because of the fact that they've skipped those steps. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, there's, I'm, I'm currently working with my publicist right now, because like I said, we're, we're in the go-to-market strategy mm-hmm. for Market Academy Academy. Mm-hmm. And one thing I learned a long time ago is you can't be your own strategist. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't so see I'm the working, forest for the trees kind of right. thing. So I'm working with Steve Emil with. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
but I love him. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm working with him and Rich Mm -hmm. with Mm C-suite and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, okay, they've given me their proposals and this is Mm -hmm. for my audience to understand. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you let the cash flow Mm -hmm. dictate whether you're going to move forward, you'll never move forward. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm in a situation where it's okay. I am taking on additional expenses Mm -hmm. for this go-to-market strategy. Mm -hmm. And so I realized I can't do it and worry about the cash flow Mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I'm turning that over to Steve, Mm -hmm. and he's going to be working with my interns that I have. Mm -hmm. So we can do what we need to do. Mm -hmm. And I said, my job is I want to make sure I have the cash coming in so I can continue paying you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the way you have to look at it. Okay. Someone has to be um, responsible for mm-hmm. bringing that cash in. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing to keep in mind, okay, is if you're going to start your own business as a solo entrepreneur mm-hmm. and you have no income coming in, mm-hmm. you're behind the eight ball. To right. Begin. Yeah. Okay. You're going to make decisions that are bad for your business. Because you have a mortgage. You're chasing a check Mm -hmm. and that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, don't quit your Mm J-O-B until you are at least making or you have somebody else. Like Mm -hmm. I have my husband who's Mm -hmm. got a full-time job. Mm -hmm. He didn't, I wouldn't be able to do Mm -hmm. this, Mm -hmm. you know, and I appreciate him totally for Mm -hmm. it. And he's right there with me. Mm -hmm. But if it's only you, don't quit your J-O-B until you are making Mm -hmm. your salary. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Revenue. You know, finances, that really is one of the things that is is the hardest for people to, to think about. And I remember somebody, you know, there were a couple of really good pieces of advice that I got when I was starting out. And one was open my business bank account. And yes, you need a business bank account, folks. Yeah. Don't be mixing your money. Yeah. Um, but she said, you know, open my business banking account in a totally different bank than what I used for personal use, because that makes it much more difficult for those funds to intermingle, yeah. um, you know, and, and because you really don't want your your accountant to bop you up beside the head. Um, but but yeah, you know, and that was easy. I mean, you know, I had a bank account with one bank and I had my my business with a totally different bank, um, you know, and, and so I did that. But then I also had somebody tell me, treat it like it is an investment. Do not invest more than you can afford to lose. So yeah. taking out a mortgage, a second mortgage, big loans. I mean, all of those things, again, you think your business is the greatest thing in the world, but could you lose your house? You know, and, and because things happen, you know, and, and all of these various things. So, you know, and, 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 you know, heaven forbid, I've, I've talked to people that, you know, they said, well, I, you know, I've got it all on credit cards. Okay. No, (laughs) if you, all of a sudden, if those came due and you had to pay them, could you and bankruptcy is not the right option. You know, you can't just say, whoopsie daisy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you'll really do treat your, your money at any stage of, of a business. If you cannot afford to lose that amount, then it, it definitely should not be your own personal money. But, you know, that that is, is you know, something to, to really be thinking about. And, and don't be losing, you know, don't think, oh, I've got these investors. I've got this loan. No, you know, yeah. you, you can't be losing their money either. Well, and, and and I have another rule of thumb mm-hmm. to apply to that as well. Okay, if you are going to go into debt, mm-hmm. the debt you get, mm-hmm. make sure it's going towards revenue generation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not to go to purchase a new car. It's mm-hmm. not to go to uh, rent an office. Mm-hmm. You know, unless there is manufacturing being done, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and you know that's being included mm-hmm. in your revenue generation. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if you're uh, a realtor, you might need that car. <laughs> but exactly. if it's just, ooh, I need a new car, no. <laughs> yeah. And and if you're gonna, you know, put the car in there, you know, mm-hmm. make sure that whatever fees you are charging, mm-hmm. okay, make sure you have that overhead covered. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What is your if you're leasing, if you're you know got a monthly payment, exactly. that needs to be included in there as a, a pricing expense. Strategy. Mm-hmm. 
into your pricing strategy. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to cover your overhead. Mm -hmm. You know, if there's bookkeeping and admin and things Mm -hmm. like that that have to be done to manage your customers, it should be built into Mm -hmm. your pricing strategy, Mm -hmm. you know. So, and that's where a lot of small business is they they don't take into consideration Mm -hmm. when they're pricing their products Mm -hmm. or services, they're not taking into consideration the fact that okay, you know, all they're doing is maybe doubling their their cost Mm -hmm. for the product or service, Mm -hmm. but they're not taking into consideration that a bookkeeper has to make sure that the payments are made. They're not Mm -hmm. taking into consideration that this much square footage Mm -hmm. is needed in order to produce Mm -hmm. that product, you Mm -hmm. know, or this equipment is being rented Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. Um, And things like computers. I mean, all of those things, those are all expenses to the business. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, those are the kind of things that as they go through the growth mm-hmm. process and go through Market Academy, Academy, or mm-hmm. whatever platform you go to, mm-hmm. all right, you need to be learning, mm-hmm. you know, um, right. in order to succeed in business. Mm-hmm. Right. right. You know, and, and we want to encourage folks to be doing that research. I mean, you know, there there's there's resources out there that do say, you need to do this and this and this. And so, you know, if, if you're working with somebody and they're not telling you some of those things or it's not included, you just need to know, okay, well, they're not going to talk to me about X and I need to know, you know, need to know it. Then you have to have somebody that does that. Um, right. But, but yeah, it's, you know, you, you need, and, and let's be honest, those resources do exist, but you have right. to, you have to find them, you know, and, and um, you know, and, and it really is, it's one of the, you know, there, there's clearly, you know, and we've mentioned it, you know, the, the very first steps that you have to do. And I think a lot of people even skip some of those first steps. Um, you know, how many people, you probably talk to people all the time. I talk to them all the time. I mentioned it. They still don't have their own business bank account. You know, when and and I, it tends to be the small businesses, um, the the lawn maintenance people, the, the right. one person marketing shop. I mean, things like that where, they're saying, "Oh, just write the check out to me." Uh, okay, no, um, you know, yes, I'll do that. I mean, if that's if I use their service, but that's not the proper way to win the to to run the business. No. And more importantly, there's so many tax ramifications and and things like that. Um, you know, and and I tell people there are many things I might kind of yeah on, not the IRS. I don't ever try and do anything shady with them, but yeah. um, you know, it, it is one of those things where. You know, it's setting it up right to start with, and and that takes time. You know, and that is the problem. People are like, but 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 but. You know, it's like no, take the steps, do that, get your business ID. I mean, when somebody when I ask somebody for their business ID and they give me their social security number, I'm like, you've been in business how many years and you don't have a federal tax ID? Right. It's a form you fill out online, folks. This is not something complicated. No, it's not, you know, and, and, and then the other thing is, is the entity that you set it up, if, mm-hmm. if it's going to be a partnership, if it's right. a solo mm-hmm. proprietorship, mm-hmm. if it's a corporation. Yeah, from a liability you know, standpoint, take all yeah. those things into consideration. And not only that, mm-hmm. if you plan on growing the business mm-hmm. and bringing in equity money, mm-hmm. okay, don't, first of all, make sure that somebody has the majority stock. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Secondly, hold out 20 to 30% of your stock Mm -hmm. for equity investors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So many times I will have small business owners coming Mm -hmm. to me, wanting me to help them set up their pitch Mm -hmm. and and going for equity funding, you Mm -hmm. know, to grow their business. And I say, okay, how's the business set up? Oh, we've got four partners. I said, that's great. You Mm -hmm. know, partners. So is it 25, 25, 25, 25? (laughs) Yeah. And exactly. And I have to break it to them and say, guys, you know, unless you're willing to give up Mm -hmm. some of your equity, right. You know, so that we can Mm -hmm. put it back into the company Mm -hmm. for the, for the, um, whoever's going to be Mm -hmm. giving you money. I says, chances are, you're not going to find it. You know, in this particular instance, I'm looking at, they had two unperforming partners, mm-hmm. non-performing partners. Right. And then two of them were performing partners. Mm-hmm. And the two non-performing said, no, we're not going to give up any of our right. You know, they they had a they had a great deal going. You know, so I had to advise them, look, guys, you know, 
then get out of it with them. You know, they ended up shutting down that business, taking mm-hmm. their patent mm-hmm. that they had because mm-hmm. it was for women's sandals, high-end sandals. Mm-hmm. They took their patent, started their own business, mm-hmm. just the two of them, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, it's, it's you know, there's, there's that's where strategy comes mm-hmm. in. Right. Okay. When you sit down and you plan this mm-hmm. out from the very beginning, mm-hmm. and that's why it's important that you know what your exit strategy mm-hmm. is. If right. your exit strategy is to remain a mom and pop shop, mm-hmm. that's fine. That's okay. okay? Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But if your exit strategy is to say someday become uh, an IPO mm-hmm. or you know to um, uh, will your kids the mm-hmm. business or something like that. You need to be thinking about succession planning, exit mm-hmm. strategy. You need to be thinking about your employees and mm-hmm. how you're going to take care of your employees. Um, how are they going to advance? Mm-hmm. Are you going to put training systems in place? Mm-hmm. All of this stuff needs to, even in the very beginning, needs mm-hmm. to be thought about. It may not be in detail, mm-hmm. okay, because you've got plenty of time right. to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. so... You know, and it's it's funny as we're thinking as we're talking about this. I was I was coming, you know, thinking about the one thing. If you're not doing all of these things, it's a hobby. It's not a business. And you know, and and that's great. I mean, you know, there are people who, as a hobby, sell things. You know, they've got their Etsy. They've you know they they mow lawns. They do whatever. And you know, the hobby is is maybe a generous term for some of this, but. You know, yeah. it, it, if you're not going to take the steps to make it real, or more importantly, when I was starting my business, I had someone who told me that until I took it seriously as a business, no one else would. Right. You know, exactly. and, and some of that was just simple things. Like I remember one of the things she told me, she said, stop using um, the business cards that you printed off of your printer. Yeah. Stop using, you know, you know, uh, you know, now it would be like the, the free websites um, where it's something, something at Wix or all. And I mean, and those are great for some things, but for a business, no, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, so if you're not going to take your business seriously as a business, no one will either. And that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. And what a lot of these um, stay-at-home moms and mm-hmm. you know and these side hustlers, the, mm-hmm. the hobbies or whatever, there comes a point in the revenue to where it immediately becomes a business. Right. Mm-hmm. So whether you signed it up as a business mm-hmm. or not, okay, mm-hmm. once you reach a certain revenue point, mm-hmm. immediately yeah, back to Uncle Sam. There, mm-hmm. exactly, mm-hmm. it's considered a business. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and you know this is. There's been an 83% increase in new business license applications mm-hmm. since the beginning of COVID. Right. We're right back to where we were in 2006 through 2009. Mm-hmm. Okay. If we don't get a handle mm-hmm. on helping those small business owners, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to be in deep crap. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we're going to have a lot of businesses that go under mm-hmm. and a lot of employee or a lot of business owners who need to go back into right. corporate America, for lack of a better right. term. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So and corporate America is not necessarily going to be ready for them. No. You know, and that's the, the thing about the pandemic. I mean, you know, so many of these companies are going you know, we we can downsize. We're not we you know, downsize. Yeah, they they were top heavy. You know, that's just the way many, especially big businesses, are. Yeah. You know, they they had a lot of employees that now they discovered. Oh, we really don't need. Right. Two or three years from now, they're still not going to need them. <laughs> you know, if anything, right. they might need fewer. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. You know what they're finding is. They can get by with the gig economy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. They can. Well, they, they save money because they're not paying overhead. They're not paying insurance. They're not paying all right. of those things that come with an employee. Right. Right. That's exactly it. So you know those those are the things. It's it's a benefit for us who are helping small businesses. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's it's a deterrent in mm-hmm. the sense whereas if they if or when they fail, mm-hmm. okay, um, what are they going to have to rely on? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, and many I'm will be firm, in debt. 
I mean, that's yeah. going to be the other big part of this. Exactly. I, I firmly believe that if we can even make a 10 to 15% mm-hmm. change, mm-hmm. positive change, we're going to see more money going into our GDP right. so mm-hmm. that we can decrease mm-hmm. that. We're going to see our labor force strengthening. Mm-hmm. And not only that, the psyche of the business owners mm-hmm. and their families are going to improve, right. improve mm-hmm. and they're going to feel more confident going mm-hmm. out and spending more money. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. So um, just doing that within our own borders mm-hmm. without having to go outside our mm-hmm. borders. Right. We can mm-hmm. do it. Right. So, you know, and I mean, on the, the flip side, what we want to do in many cases now can be international. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so there's there's kind of that that mix in there of, you know, we can do it here, but we can also provide it worldwide, right. depending on what right. we do. Well, like you said, you've got podcast guests from Australia, right? Mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and everywhere. And I'm the same way. I've mm-hmm. had two or three from Australia. Mm-hmm. I've had two or three from from UK, one mm-hmm. from Brazil, you know, mm-hmm. all over the country, you know, and they're all interested mm-hmm. in the process that Market Academy mm-hmm. Academy is bringing right. to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, because business is business is business. It doesn't matter what country thing going on in their countries, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so, yes, it's it's mm-hmm. important to to keep in mind if you are going to go into business for yourself. Um, there's resources out there. Mm-hmm. Don't try and do it on right. your own by right. wearing all the hats mm-hmm. because you're going to end up spending more money than you would mm-hmm. if you hired. You've got fiber you can go to to help with right. Yeah, yeah. We're not home. saying it's going to cost you a fortune. It's going to cost you a fortune. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had videos done. I have my blogs taken care of mm-hmm. somebody with fiber. Mm-hmm. I have uh, when I need scripts for videos or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. It, it might cost me ten bucks here, forty bucks here. You know that type deal. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that expensive, mm-hmm. right? Now we don't have a ton of time left, and so I want to talk about you know starting young. You know, at what point should we be teaching our children all of these important things? I am so glad you brought that. <laughs> you must you must have heard me before or something like that. <laughs> I am a firm believer we need to get in front of our queens, mm-hmm. our middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I don't call them middle schoolers because we are broadcasting mm-hmm. across the globe right. mm-hmm. and not all of them, but they're mm-hmm. tweens. They're they're you know, you're, you're 11, you're, mm-hmm. you're 10, 11, 12, right. start teaching. They're doing them. businesses. They mm-hmm. are doing businesses. Let's teach them how to mm-hmm. build a business right. around their creative mm-hmm. ideas. Mm-hmm. I work with interns all the time. Mm-hmm. The ones that are really bringing the, the exciting creative ideas to me are your high schoolers, right? Mm-hmm. not the college mm-hmm. kids. Okay, it's the high schoolers. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the college kids do too, but I'm mm-hmm. surprised at what the mm-hmm. high schoolers do. Mm-hmm. I've got a programmer I've been using with who is just graduated high school and he's oh. for two years mm-hmm. on one of my products. Right. You know, and yeah. he 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 just before COVID, he mm-hmm. emailed me and he says, Can I continue working with you? I said, mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And um, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we need to get them very, very early. Mm-hmm. Right. Very early. You know, and I think maybe part of the reason why they come up with these great ideas is they haven't had the years of experience with people saying, you can't do that. No, nah, you can't do that. These kids yeah. think I can do and And I don't care if it's their babysitting job, their lawn mowing. Right. Whatever it is, I mean, I have a friend who is is developing, um, a, a, and she's she is young, a t shirt company, and I mean, it's it's great, and and so you know, and it's it's just it's kind of like you know when when I went to school way back, I mean, you know, we took home ec, you know, we we did some things where we learned, you know, we we knew how to do a checking account. All this, and that's gotten lost, um, you know, and, and and we need to get back into teaching our children. And maybe they're never going to own their own business, but it's still good skills that they need to know. You know, right. they're, they, they're, they are going to own their own babysitting business, but, right. you know, they might not own, you know, a, a gigantic company. But yeah, just knowing some of those things is going to be so beneficial to them. Right. No, you're absolutely right. So I, I fully agree. So. Mm-hmm. 
No, definitely. We got to get them early. <laughs> right, right. You know, and it, it does come back to, you know, knowing how to do it from the very start. Um, and, you know, and, and knowing, okay, I can do this and, and, and I have to invest money. And of course, the nice thing is if you're, you know, a, a, a tween, a teenager, you probably do have a pretty good venture capitalist in, in your parents or your grandparents who's, you know, going to help you foot the bill. My grandparents, yeah, my grandparents did. My dad right. had his own business. Mm-hmm. Um, but my grandparents, yeah, I had some pretty, pretty intelligent right. grandparents on my mother's side and mm-hmm. stuff like that. They had their own business, right. you know. But you weren't just taking renters. their money and losing it either. No, you know these no. these are true no. investors, and treat them like that. Just because it's grandma yeah. doesn't mean you can you can keep saying you can keep losing her money. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. So anyway. I love it. You know, and, and I mean, it's on the flip side. I mean, this is something that, you know, people who maybe they're retiring, you know, they've, they've had this great, wonderful career, but they're not ready to stop working. And, you know, so many of them truly can, can be absolutely phenomenal consultants. And so why not, Um, you know, and, and again, you know, the money's not going into your personal checking account. You know, you, you might actually need liability insurance, depending on what you're doing. I mean, all of these various things, and maybe your exit strategy is only 10 years down the road, but, you know, if you plan it well, Maybe it's not 10 years down the road. Maybe there is somebody else who takes it over for you. You know, all of these various things. Well, not only that, keep in mind that, you know, a lot of, um, of people in uh, who are our age, mm-hmm. okay, in corporate mm-hmm. America, they're realizing they can't afford to retire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They have to keep, so, you know, yeah. they have to have a second job. No, you're absolutely right. So, Anyway, <laughs> great, great. I love it. Well, oh my gosh, we we don't have very much time, and so I want to make sure that you tell people how they can connect with you and how they can get your information. Definitely, definitely. Well, they can reach me at Dana D A N N A dot Olivo O L I V O at Market Atomy M A R K E T A T O M Y dot com. Mm-hmm. They can also go to marketatomy dot academy. Mm-hmm. And they can reach me through there. Um, I'm on all of your social media, mm-hmm. LinkedIn, Facebook, all of it. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Right. Also, also tune in to chargedupstudio.live. Ooh, very every cool. Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. I love it. I love it. Well, and your website, which is Marketing Atomy, that's all one Market word. Atomy. Market Atomy. Sorry, marketatomy.academy. Um, you know, it's, it's got great information. And of course, one of the things I looked at was your pricing structure. And right. to me, it's a very reasonable amount, um, you know, right. especially when you look at what you're getting and what you're building. It is, right. it is worth that, you know, and, and so folks, I encourage you to, to look at that and see it. And, you know, and, and especially if you're just starting out, you might go a bit, but it's going to help you so much in the future. Um, you know, if we're not investing at the very start, it's it's kind of one of those, it is a kind of a catch-22, right. but you have to invest at the start to make sure that everything continues well. Right. And everything has been set up so smoothly mm-hmm. so they can get through the process, mm-hmm. you know, um, as far as going through courses, mm-hmm. everything. We kept in mind when we developed this site, mm-hmm. We could, we kept in mind who our target audience mm-hmm. is. Right. Our target audience, you know, those solo mm-hmm. micro entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that need guidance, mm-hmm. don't have a lot of money to spend, mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. they're ready to mm-hmm. uh, to succeed. Right. You know, and yeah. and <clears throat> I think it's it's just fabulous because you know, as you were saying, there are so many that fail. And they don't have to. I mean, that's the the tragedy of it. I mean, yes, there are some businesses that just aren't going to make it for whatever reason. Usually those are the ones that, A, didn't plan. I mean, you know, that's just the biggest thing. Or they really did think they had the next pet rock and didn't. Um, You know, and and so, but most businesses really with some basic strategy will be successful businesses. That's exactly it. I have a... um, now is the time, okay, because mm-hmm. most companies' fiscal years end October, November, mm-hmm. December, mm-hmm. okay? Now is the time to plan the next 12 mm-hmm. months of 2022. Right. Mm-hmm. And I have a three-course annual strategic planning ah. mm-hmm. program series mm-hmm. 
in Marketatomy Academy. It mm-hmm. guides you through the entire process mm-hmm. from big picture goals mm-hmm. all the way through objectives, milestones, budgets, and tactical mm-hmm. elements. Mm-hmm. So just go to marketatomy.academy. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, do you have any final thoughts for everyone? Oh, goodness. There's so many thoughts I could put, I can, I can say, but um, no, basically, I think what I would say is, for those of you who are considering Mm -hmm. starting your own business, okay, or who have been displaced because of COVID, Mm -hmm. or, you know, haven't quite made up your mind, I want you to understand there's an entrepreneur in every single one of us. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of finding out where that entrepreneur lies. Mm-hmm. If you're a housewife and you've developed systems to help you manage your family, mm-hmm. something in there could be a business idea, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is that you excel at could mm-hmm. be a business. Mm-hmm. And also think of what you're robbing from corporate. They put you through courses. Mm -hmm. They put you through courses, through training and everything. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of Mm -hmm. those things. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, this has been an absolutely fascinating discussion and and we could do it again. In fact, I think we should do it again, maybe, you know, in a year because, you know, COVID will have, it's not going to come and go. We're not going no. back to January of 2020. Sorry, folks, ain't happening. Um, right. You know, but things hopefully by then will have settled, and we'll be able to talk about this um, in in much more depth. And so, I look forward right. to, to speaking with you again. Okay, I look forward to it again as well. Perfect. Good. I love it. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been having a wonderful discussion with Dana Olivo. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.